Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Previously on Chaotic Normal, we had taken down the dreaded Sea Ghost, a pirate ship that was attacking many vessels coming in and out of Port Providence, mostly Imperial ships. We managed to burn it and sink it to the bottom of the sea, and interviewed the remaining members of its crew to see who would be a worthy addition to the crew of Melora's Borealis. But we now returned to Port Providence, met with our benefactor Galen Primewater and told them of our successful mission. While not revealing the more sorted details we discovered about him and his involvement with the Sea Ghosts, we then took the opportunity to do some shopping, get some rest and relaxation, while Jules and myself raided the prison and talked to one of the lizard folk to see what their plan might be and why they are being armed. We discovered that a rebellion might be afoot, that all human and other lives in Port Providence were at risk because of these treaded lizard folk. We now find ourselves about to depart again, about to sail, to meet with some traders, the Unleben, a ghoul crew that deals in magical items. But will it be a safe journey to them? Or will we find more pirates in Chaotic Normal, the Shattered Isles? are singing around in port providence as our uh the heroes the crew of the melora's borealis wake on this beautiful warm tropical morning um as you step out onto the deck of, of uh your ship and stretch your arms out the crew moving about uh there's some grumbling amongst them as you didn't give shore leave to anyone not wanting to lose anyone after your first big event um, but it is the day after you've arrived in Port Providence. Uh, you spent yesterday taking care of several errands, as well as talking with Gellin Primewater and confirming your success of having uh, of having stopped the Sea Ghost. And he set quickly to work arranging the uh, he set quickly to work arranging for the smuggling of livestock to the Inleben. Uh, you're or he has informed you that uh, the Melora's Borealis will 
serve as the smuggling vessel to carry a hole or a cargo hole full of sheep and pigs and cows of various degrees uh, that you'll be putting onto the uh, ship and then sailing across uh, out of the uh, out of Port Providence, uh, out through the Melora's Vale in into the uh, Merfolk Islands, which sit at the entrance to the Channel of Drowned Honor. Um, your goal is to uh, sail out there at a uh, meeting place at one of the islands that you suspect is near the ruins of Warthal Keel. Warthal Keel being the human city or human town out here during the Jalaran days of conquest in which they uh, worshipped a kraken uh, and uh, or just they worshipped a kraken, but then eventually turned their attention from the worship of the kraken to another uh, being and in so doing, angered the Kraken, who thrashed at the cliffside, collapsing the whole cliffside town of Warthal Keel into the sea, where its uh, town is now ruins beneath the waves, and is home to a uh, is home to a priestess of or a, yeah, it was a Kraken priestess of this uh, Kraken, who the mermaid do talk to, named Valstuge. Um, but apparently, if anyone can help you with your uh, Kraken curse put upon you by the hags, it is the uh, priestess of Valstuge at Warthal Keel. Um, with this in mind, and knowing you that days are ticking down before uh, the Kraken rises and comes to hunt for you, uh, you've decided to uh, two birds, one stone this smuggling operation, with the plan being to... Uh, meet the Unliban out in the Merfolk Islands, uh, where no one from Port Providence would see, do the exchange, you trading livestock for copious magic amounts of magic items, um, with some having to go to the crew and some having to go to Gellin Primewater. And then uh, when you finish that transaction, your intent is to search the waters to find the sunken underwater city of Warthal Keel and to find this priestess of Valstuge. Um, but so you know that, uh, but Gellin, there is, there is a problem. You've already spent a few days at sea. Uh, Gellin Primewater told you he needs a few days to get the, uh, livestock pulled together and to get them, uh, organized down at the, uh, cliffside manor. Uh, he's informed you that you'll be, uh, say you'll be using the, uh, same smuggler's den that you just cleared out. You'll be using that same smuggler's den to put, or to get the, sh uh, sheep and goats and livestock onto the Melora's Borealis. He'll be having herders deliver, or like shepherds deliver a bunch of goats up into the hills, um, but it's on you to bring them down into the ship and manage that. He can't be having randoms come and find out that there's this smuggling den beneath that ruined manor. Um, so you have basically, it's going to take him until tonight to get the livestock there. So you have basically the whole day free um, in which you can make any preparations you need to do, uh, at which point you're expected down south at that uh, smuggler's den. You just you, Then you'll have to load up the animals, chart your course to the uh, Merfolk Islands, and then set sail, because you're aware that you have only about two days, including today, before the Kraken rises and is set upon you. So with that in mind, is there any preparations you'd like to do in town that you didn't get to last time? Um, I wouldn't mind uh, grabbing us some more um, food supplies for the ship. You know, that's not as pressing right now, but while I'm here, get some spices. 
you restock on food and spices, whatever you you can. Um, and by spices, since your cooking is a dwarven style, do you mean like you're Minerals. talking with? Yeah, okay. So you you head to like where the uh, the uh, dwarven expedition is and start purchasing off of them some good old fashioned dwarven spices. You know, mm-hmm. some copper flakes. You need your iron supplements. You know, exactly. powdered iron shavings. Yeah, we're getting usual. salt at least, so that's pretty good. Lots of salt. Is there any other preparations people intended to make in town? If not, we can fast forward to tonight and do one of those cool wipes. Um, does the does our cannon have munitions? Uh, you it did have cannon? enough gunpowder and cannonballs to have it basically operate in the short term. Um, you're not you don't expect to run out if you're planning some grand naval battle. You'll probably need to stock up, but otherwise you're sufficient on ammunition uh yeah we're fine on ammunition everything looks good how's everybody's how's the crew's like clothing and general you know like do people have shoes do people have socks uh you're asking about the uh you're asking about if the uh what the crew's like kind of i guess equipment is like so the crew basically has what they brought on board with them so it's a lot of tattered rags and salt stained bummy clothes they smell terrible. They all look the part. They don't look the part of pirates just yet. Although a lot of them do have sword wounds and slashes in there and have stolen various ribbons and decorations off of the crew of the Sea Ghost. But there's still a general appearance of uh, like a lackadaisical crew of misfits and uh, basically Jack Sparrow's crew. Um, yeah. That Did said, we... they, they are all armed in high quality steel and uh, like. Uh, crossbows and spears and short swords and whatnot or cutlasses which you uh took from the shipment that was meant for the lizard folk so they are well equipped weapon wise just their uh costuming is uh yeah they've got a lot of like dark gray uncommons or like dark gray common items do we have any like um funds available to get some basic some not you know we're not trying to like deck people out but just to get some basic dignity you know a certain standard jules for everybody we could get them like we could do like a team building thing we could get like matching bandanas or something yeah so a uh, fresh set of travelers clothes costs two gold pieces so if you wanted to outfit your whole crew it's gonna be about 60 gold pieces to do so but obviously it'll take time for the uh the the seamstresses or tailors in uh port providence to uh stitch together uh, higher quality clothing. There's also the uh, huge complaint, though, that uh, if these people wanted a uniform, they would have signed up, or sorry, been press ganged into a uh, into an imperial uh, fleet. Yeah. Uh, so each one of them is going to want their own changes and details and extravagances. That realistically, you're going to wind up with uh, everyone's clothing costing or being custom made and costing closer to 15 gold pieces a person. Um, as it'll be more akin to fine clothing. At that point, you're into 450 gold pieces worth of uh, clothing for these people. What if I just supply like undergarments and underwear and then people <laughs> can have their own like flair? Yeah, know? some some traveling necessities. Yeah, uh, that's that's reasonable. Uh, so if you this draw 30 gold... stink factor, you know? Yeah, if you draw 30 gold pieces from the ship, you can outfit with fresh underwear and socks. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, and we can also give them oh, sure. land time next time and they can use their own rewards to buy the clothes mm, they want. We, so are we hanging out in, in town until we go? Yeah, you have one day in town. Well, yeah, you need like a few hours to sail south or probably a half a day to sail south to the, eh, yeah, to 
few hours to sail south uh, to the bottom of Providence Isle where that uh, smuggler's den is. But other than that... Celeste, I got an idea better than shore leave. Hear me out. We get some some ladies and some men of the night and just have them hang out this afternoon. You know, yeah. let everyone wet their whistle. It's up to the captain. I don't right. see why not. Well, I I think that is more a first mate's uh, task, yeah. keeping morale up. Yeah, I think uh, anyone who's interested, feel free. Good, because I already paid for that. I also <laughs> bought like 15 gold worth of just jackets and stuff since everyone's so picky fuck them they can take it if they want it <laughs> so you you yeah. show up with like 10 to 15 uh of port providence's cheapest tours and uh like a pile of jackets and toss those on deck and tell people take it or leave it don't be ungrateful is that the vibe i'm getting Hey, you guys stink. I got like some cool new jerkins and stuff. Now I'm like carrying uh, a freshly laundered bag of like clean underwear and socks. These are all like used yeah. clothes from the same. I, I guess those bargain bin jackets <laughs> from some other dead pirates will be useful. But in case you need some, you know, unmentionables. All right, uh, so you you scrounge together. I'm going to say another thirty gold pieces for the mass services uh, to boost the crew's quality and uh, happiness, and uh, it does indeed put the crew in good spirits, making up for any detriment of not enjoying uh, uh, shore leave. But also, you didn't run any risk of people departing during shore leave. Um, so you uh, you it's a good quality solution that keeps the crew in high spirits, um, and you basically spend the whole day in relaxation and enjoyment. Um, in fact, uh, as you all engage in this and enjoy it, I'm going to say that you all get inspiration for uh, having a Sweet. fun party day and enjoying the luxuries of the pirate lifestyle here in Port Providence. Nice. Pirate life is for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say while the Robert is like enjoying himself and like carousing with the crew, um he's definitely also kind of like nervously just kind of like pacing and like rubbing like the center of his palm and just like mm, mm, very good yes keep it up <laughs> everyone's having a great time that is fair you do have a curse um <laughs> as the uh but as the uh afternoon gives way to early evening and the sky's colors start to uh set a little differently uh Torches are lit throughout Port Providence as the shadows grow. You realize it's time for you to shove off and head south towards the, uh, or head down south towards the smuggler's den. Um, it's clear that uh, Gellin Primewater still operates this smuggler's den, but it's also clear to you that he's not the only one who uses it. Uh, other people clearly stop in as it didn't seem like he knew the sea ghost was one of the people who stopped in there. Um, but uh, you shove off from the deck, uh, bidding the uh, the whores farewell, and uh, you head south towards the uh, southern tip of Providence Isle in search of this uh, smuggler's den. Um, it's a calm afternoon here in the Malora in Malora's Vale, or calm evening in Malora's Vale. Uh, you know, you spot the occasional sign of uh, like ranch hands or like uh, farmers and plantation workers up in the amidst the banana trees on the coast. Um, you see that there's a group enjoying like a beach bonfire. 
Um, you pass by another cliff face where you see that there's a goblin skulking around, looking down at boats below. You pass by a few sloops and a few uh, uh, smaller ships, like fishing vessels, uh, kept doing the nights or doing out here for like sundown fishing. There we go. Um, and you gradually move away from the uh, more populated, denser areas to the more uh, wild, unexplored areas of southern Providence. You recall that Providence Isle is basically, or while it's a large island, that's uh, the one of the largest islands in all of the uh, in all of the Shattered Isles. It is largely unexplored and unsettled. It's got vast swaths of swamps and uh, bayous on the northern side that are home to the lizard folk, uh, and then its southern side is dense jungle that's being rapidly uh, encroached upon and converted into plantation. But as you move down to this area, that's it basically goes through cycles of, um, uh, it goes through uh, cycles of uh, settling, and then those plantations fail. The jungle rapidly reclaims it, and then new efforts come to settle it, and then the jungle rapidly reclaims it. And it's to one of those failed plantations that uh, you sail to, uh, setting the uh, Melora's borealis, sailing it carefully into harbor within that smuggler's den and working through the cave system, you head your way up. Now it, it smells rank and terrible in here. You, uh, there's dead bodies in this smuggler's den from the, uh, dead bodies that you made in here. Um, could, could have been anybody. <laughs> so there's still corpses kind of strewn about. Um, and it's a filthy, terrible place. Um, uh, you head into the, uh, you head into the common room and it just stinks of death. Um, you do notice as you step into that common room that the uh, door in the far side, if you recall, the uh, skeleton room, as you were told, uh, you, that reads don't dead open inside. Uh, you hear like a scratching at the far side of it, suggesting that the uh, undead within are trying to get out, although probably not able to succeed unless somebody helps them. Um and while that's a project that likely needs handling, you uh, opt not to do it now because the overwhelming sound you hear is the bleeding sound of goats and the uh, braying of of rams, I guess, and the uh, like mooing of cows and the oinking of pigs and the clucking of chickens. You head upstairs to find a sizable farm of animals uh, in the inner courtyard of the uh, of this manor. There's a few uh, shepherds kind of milling about um, who seem to have done a good job getting these animals up through the jungle and along the uh, old roads that are pretty much overgrown. Uh, you see that a few of them actually are like there's three men in total. Uh, two of them are look to be ranch hands. One of them is armored and armed. And you see that uh, he has a few like broken arrows in his uh, quiver or like used arrows in his quiver. And uh, you can tell that he's cleaning blood off his sword. As you approach, he says, Wild part of the jungle. Goblins set upon us in the woods. I mean, I get it. He gestures to the livestock. A hall, a hall this big would have given them quite a lot of fortune. Fortunately, there's not too many goblins on Providence. The man looks around, a mercenary clearly, and says, The hell do you, does, the hell do you need so many livestock out here for? To which the shepherd, uh, who's clearly responsible for the project, turns to the mercenary and says, Our business is just to deliver. We were paid to not ask questions. 
My apologies. No questions asked. Pretend the oath of a mercenary didn't ha- uh, ask his question, please. I I will pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> our business is our own. The mercenary just shrugs and he says, "Listen, if you're just trying to fuck goats in the woods, there's cheaper ways to do it." Uh, and the uh, the shepherd turns back to him and like snaps him and says, "You're going to lose the business if you keep this up. There's no pay in it. I don't care how many goblins you killed if you if you ruin this business for us." The two bicker for a moment, um, while the uh, third shepherd or the third man, the other shepherd, uh, approaches and says. They'll be at this for a while. Uh, do you need us to sign off any paperwork for us? Prime Water paid us in advance. No, the the less paperwork, the better, I believe. Uh, he nods, saying he doesn't know how to read or write, so he's glad for that. Um, and uh, then with that, they uh, sort of turn from it and uh, immediately depart back into the woods. The uh, merchant or like the uh the shepherd arguing with the uh mercenary and the other man looking around a little uncomfortable um they make no real effort to tell you what kind of livestock you have here you have a loose gathering of cows of pigs of chickens of sheep um do you try it seems like they think that you know more about this deal than they do um excuse me um were you not paid to also help load these aboard the ship? Uh, the young man starts, uh, like who uh, talked to you, starts saying, oh, I, well, I guess we, to which the lead shepherd snaps back, no, strictly, we were to bring them here and not to help load them at all. It was a strange request, but we have just as Prime Water requested, uh, he gestures to the lot of uh, meat. All of the cow, all of the cows, the pigs, the goats, the uh, chickens, who are not or who are too old to sell for meat, and who no one will want to buy for breeding. That's what you've got here. Mm. Is he trying to swindle me? Uh, go ahead and make a uh, insight. Oh, wait, can I cast guidance on that? Because my Taroka this morning told me to watch out for the paladin being upside down at the zenith. And that means that we should be living by a code of honor and integrity. And I think that also applies to the shepherd. Yeah, go ahead. Plus three. Oh, so 23. Well, 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 uh, the... You can tell that he is uncomfortable and feels in a rush or a hurry, um, but it seems as though he's, you know, in the same way he was snapping at the mercenary for trying to st- uh, um, to stick to the exact letter of the deal. He seems to be trying to do the same thing to you now. Perhaps for, you know, a little bit of a bonus, you will help us load the ship. He looks at you and says, the ship? There's not a, there's no ports down to the water within a... Hell, the closest port to here is back in Providence, where we just shepherded these up up from. You want us to shepherd them all the way back to the woods? Took us near half the day to get them over here. What do you mean you're putting them on a ship? Wait, okay, wait. Wait, how are we getting these on the ship? (laughs) You guys have to do it with your crew. (laughs) I thought we were bringing them down the stairs. Tell you what, you know what? Thank you for the service you've been provided, and I'm sure... Prime Water's pay was very generous. Um, Good luck with your shepherding, or whatever it is you do. The man shakes his head and says, 
I don't know how the hell you're planning on getting them down to a ship. <laughs> the cliffs here are too steep. I mean, a man might be able to climb them, but, you know, some people call these the cliffs of despair. Mm. And as he's saying that, he's uh, turning back and says, well, I'll leave you to your crazy ideas. Weird you wanted these, uh, weird you wanted sickly uh, animals as is, but uh, he starts walking off. The mercenary looks back at you uh, and says, come on, really, why do you want the sickly animals? Uh, to which the head shepherd snaps, not a question! Yes, I believe you are also paid for your discretion. So you saw nothing here. The mercenary chuckles, and the three of them head off into the forest, leaving you uh, to gather your crew and your knowledge of animal handling to get what accounts to uh, like several dozen, uh, like you have several dozen animals here, uh, a mix of cows, of chickens, of uh, of pigs, and of goats, and uh, sheep, I guess. Uh, all of them are currently, like, they're not, they're not uh, yoked to anything, but, you know, they're kind of sticking to a herd amongst each other. Um, as you kind of, part of you kind of wonders, like, how did they herd chickens? But then you find that the chickens aren't loose. The chickens are actually in cages that were clearly being dragged by, uh, like, uh, dragged by the other animals and like the cages with little rolling carts. Um, they're clucking wildly. All right. Um, well, I am not very good with animals. Uh, are any of you? Can't say I have much experience beyond the human kind. I'm pretty decent with animals. As long as they're not feathered, I'm okay with them. You hear one of the, or you suddenly realize as you're saying this, amongst the group of animals comes running up a small dog. Oh man, we can't. Another, another piece of livestock meant for the Unleben ghouls. Oh. Can we keep him, Cap? That's... Can we keep him? Look at him. He's like a slinky. <laughs> all right. I but it, and I pet the poor little pup. It's your responsibility, all right? I, I don't know. I, maybe he could stay with you, Zell. He loves you. You can stay in the kitchen and clean up the scraps that fall. Mm, it's a lot of responsibility having an animal. Wow, thanks, Captain. <laughs> Don't say I never got you anything. <laughs> you grab up the little dog and quickly discover it is clearly mangy. Um, like its skin is scabbed and it is not in good health. Um, but you have a mangy little pup now that you can name what you want. It does not seem to, uh, it seems to be a stray, so it's going to have behavioral problems, but you've got a dog now. Oh, we'll, cl we'll clean you up, pal. You'll be good as new in no time. I have an idea. Oh, yes. What if, so like where I grew up, we use dogs to help herd the sheep. So what if between this mangy little doggo and like jewels cast an illusion for like maybe a doggo that could like trick this mangy little thing so they like herd the animals down these cliffs somehow. using illusory dogs to herd <laughs> sheep yeah That's fun. Uh, are any of you proficient in animal handle handling yeah. no absolutely i'm not, not proficient but i'm plus four i'm half, higher i'm half proficient hey celeste didn't the old ones from the Elder Islands, couldn't they, like, talk to animals or something? Yeah, some of them could. It was really cool. Actually, my great-grandma could, too. Can you do that? She used to talk Is to Is that them. something you can channel here? Mm -hmm. One of you 
broker with them. Just don't tell them that they're all being led to slaughter. I don't think I could lie to an animal. Also, I don't know how. I never learned that one. I respect that. Yeah. I heard that some people don't like it when we turn into animals or talk to animals because it kind of overcomplicates things. Huh. So it can be very confusing sometimes. So, <laughs> yeah, some people don't like it when you conjure things either. But I don't get yeah, it. Some people are so anti magic these days. <laughs> they also don't like when you breathe underwater or can like have a swim speed. I don't get it. It's always those overpowered things that, you know, some people behind the magical curtain or screen, so you will complain about them. But I digress. Tell me about it. No, no, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> All right. So you have a you have a whole bunch of livestock that you need to get into a ship through a door that screams at them. So these are the obstacles. The big one is the doors down. Whenever you open them, scream about their doom, a thing that's sure to scare the animals. Then you have to get them down flights of stairs. That's hard for cows. So I saw Bob's Burgers episode about this. Uh, and then once you get them down flights of stairs, you have to get them through a cave. Uh, animal Livestock do not like being in caves. Um, and then out onto a boat. So it's a pretty difficult thing to do. Um, and it could take you, or like the real concern is time. And you need these animals to be alive when you get them to the Enleben because they want live flesh. Um, they can't eat dead flesh. And uh, so, I guess they can't eat dead flesh, but it needs to be like dead in the right way for them. Uh, so you're trying to get these things alive to the Enleben ghouls. Um, through this kind of tough situation. And the real difficulty is you don't have a lot of time. You do have a crew of 30 people that can help you. It's not like it's just the five of you. Um, so you, you managed to organize the crew and they'll be doing most of the work and you expect that this will take a few hours to do. Um, but who is leading this project? Who is the best at animal handling? Celeste had a good idea with the illusions. Yeah, I can help. I, I don't think I can lead it. Maybe Celeste can lead and then... I can dispel the uh, things that make the doors yell. Yeah, so basically that's one of three obstacles to overcome, and each obstacle needs a check. Yeah. So if you dispel it, that's an auto success. Um, so it's a pretty good use of a dispel. Um, I would say that the illusions, assuming someone has minor illusion, could be used to replace one of the checks with uh, an arcana check. I'd be down for that. Um, but then the uh, final... Uh, piece is going to need to be animal handling that's physically getting them onto the boat and squared away um, I think I can help with that part but I don't have like an animal handling check I just happen to have more strength so that would hopefully help just hold them still alright so Zilnern is going to be uh, helping with the uh, getting them on and squared away in the boat uh, who else is going to be involved in that process hey Zilnern can I borrow your drum maybe I'll just like beat on your drum to scare them in that direction if you're going to physically push them? Yes, you can borrow my drum. Just no fast beats, please. Okay? Yes. Keep it steady. Yes, sir. I'll help with that. All right. Then I think you and me, Celeste, we get... we. So that other... The final step is getting them down into the cave, basically? Yeah, so getting them inside the house and down, getting them down the stairs. Sorry, getting them inside the house through the, the doors getting them through the ca down the stairs and through the caves, 
getting them onto the ship. And one of those, so you can replace the, uh, Jules will dispel the uh, door problem. So you don't, you know, that one can be solved. But then through the caves, illusions will work for that. It's an arcana. But then, then I'm going to need an animal handling to get them squared away in the boat. All right. Cele- uh, Celeste, Celeste, would you, I will help you out with the, um, with using my minor illusions or. All right. And I can try to guide them and like lead them along with these illusions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do like the illusion of like a barking dog behind them chasing them. Okay, and then Jules will dispel mm. the noises, so we'll meet him mm. there, and then meet Phil and Zalnern at the boat to get them onto the boat. Yes. All right. I feel like a Pied Piper. It's great. Are you luring children into the woods to murder them? What story are you talking about? What? That's not the Pied Piper story. <laughs> Isn't it? That's my campaign we're yeah. running next week. <laughs> um, the ancient Pretty ones, sure. they were rats. Yeah, it was definitely rats. No, when he refuses no, to pay like for his that. service as promised, he retaliates by using his instrument's magical power on their children, leading them away as he had the rats. That's the story of it. He's a He's a rat catcher who then they refuse to pay, so he steals all their children like rats. Like Plato. Uh, I don't remember that part of the story. <laughs> that is the Pied Piper of Hamlet. It's a little child of Dr. Man. Oh, I don't like that anymore. <laughs> I gotta call, stop I... calling myself the Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder it never goes well. Uh, so, uh, oh man, uh, I lost myself there. Uh, I'm just thinking about rat catchers stealing kids, you know, just, it's dark. Uh, so, uh, Jules, you're at, you know, normally dispel magic only suppresses the magic for 10 minutes, but we'll say that if you're spending basically the whole time up there actively continuing the dispellation, so you do have to spend the spell slot, dispellation, dispelment, dispellation, dispellerizing, um, you maintain the magic to keep it suppressed, uh, and there's no spooky demon voice, uh, that I have to repeat. Um, you get the, uh, Aaron, that allows it to be pretty easy to funnel the, uh, animals in. But then once you get downstairs, uh, sounds like uh, Zellner, or sorry, it sounds like Jewel, no, Celeste was leading the uh, herding of them through the caves and making them not freak out when they start seeing corpses. Yeah. All right. Yep. So I'm going to need an animal handling check from uh, Celeste with advantage because uh, Jules is helped, or sorry, uh, animal handling or arcata, your choice, Celeste, with advantage from uh Rubert's help with the illusions. Okay. Or if you want to have the other person make it, that also works. It should definitely be you. I was okay. having minor illusion too. But, yeah. Well, but you're actively solving the first one. All right. I got the same on both of them. 23 on my anal- an- an- animal, animal handling. It does feel hard to say. All right. Animal. You manage- that is pretty good. In fact, you that's actually gets you towards a uh, more critical success. So that's going to be the next one is going to, su- or the next one, whereas Zell Nern and, uh, and Phil start trying to get them actually squared away on the boat. Uh, you all have an advantage on this check, this animal handling check, because you're helping each other. But then uh, Celeste also is lending you an additional plus 1d6 benefit. Nice. 
these animals love me. I'm like scratching their ears as we're walking and like the dogs are coming around and they're more playful than they are scary. Oh, actually I'm inspecting the animal handling. Okay. Well, this is this be easier than I so Celeste, on that. Celeste, you should not touch these animals. Like, they are very sick. But they're so cute. How come he got to touch all the mangy dogs? Because I can't get mange. Oh, that's fair. He doesn't have the hair. <laughs> I'll try to get clean after this. All right, so I need an animal handling uh, check from either Zelnern or Phil made with advantage and plus an additional D6 from Celeste's help. Come here, little guy. I've got to. And I go for an animal. Just just the one. <laughs> just the one. At a time. Uh, 12 plus five, uh, 17. I only rolled a six on my D20, but... Uh, sorry, it was what number? I got it, 17. 17? Uh, that, that is a success. Fits? It is not a failure, nice. but it is a... Yeah, so you managed to get the uh, animals squared away on board. Um, it takes a few hours, but it, you're not... You don't lose time with this. You don't have to rush through the next pieces in order to get off to the Merfolk Isles. Um, you managed to get the animals squared away. The ship is noisy. Um, and it is clear that... Uh, and it's smelly, and the animals are raucous, and they don't like being on uh, below sh- uh, deck on a boat. Uh, you can tell that the voyage is going to be an uncomfortable two days. Uh, The crew already feeling the effects of the day's uh, luxurating kind of (laughs) testing at them. Uh, Y'all quickly shove off and start your night journey out into the, or start getting out into the open sea while uh, you begin to pick a course. Um, you find yourselves soon after with, you know, crew uh, getting the ship basically out to sea um, and like ready to go. You find yourselves uh, in the navigation chamber once more, looking out at that domed glass ceiling, uh, that strange summoning circle and laid in the ground. Uh, and then the charts and tables or, or the charts and maps and instruments of navigation, Taroka decks and other div- diviners tools spread out along the table. Um, and with Celeste leading this part, as you begin to pick a course, uh, as you're looking over your maps, you know that you are headed to one of the uh, Merfolk Isles. Um, but to reach there from Providence requires you to set out along the Fortunes or out from Fortunes Channel, uh, pass up along Melora's Vale, uh, passing like basically just stretching along the uh, Tres Arcanistas. Uh, those you recall the three islands that you uh, explored to find the sunless citadel and passing between the third uh, arcanist and the Ila Segunda, a place sometimes known as Abbey Isle or the Sacred Isle. La Ila Segunda once had a lighthouse on it, but the lighthouse has long been in disrepair. But your course should take you along, basically following the path of the Trace Arcanistas past Ila Segunda and out into uh, the open ocean where you kind of have to make a choice. Uh, Following the archipelago at that point would take you on a clear shot into the Channel of Drowned Honor, uh, where you would quickly find the Merfolk Islands. But doing so passes you close to Uskarn Island, where Port Uskarn is the uh, 
largest freebooter port or pirate port in uh, the Agdulin piece of the Shattered Isles. It has nothing on the Pirate Council of Threats of Zeal. Uh, it is more a place where people like the Sturge, who have been, been or Captain Laskalar of the Sturge, who have been exiled from the Pirate Council, they find their way to Port Uskarn. It is a place of honorless, putrid bandits of pirates. Um, so it is a place full of raiders, and passing by it can prove quite dangerous, but it is the quickest path. If not taking the route of Port Uskarn, you'll have to break from the uh, archipelago and basically keep going south from the Ila Singunda and uh, yeah, keep your or keep your way down through Melora's Vale and the small islands scattered there before cutting across west towards the uh, Tembril Island and the uh, other or Tembril Island and the other Far Vales past the Azure Stand, and basically go against the Repassage to basically follow the Merfolk Islands up to the Channel of Drowned Honor that way. So one is a long route that uh, you'll have to be making great haste to actually get there in time. The other is a quick route, uh, but risks pirates. Sorry, the other is a short route, and you don't have to work your crew so hard, but risks pirates. What's your preference? Long route, but work the crew hard, or short route, but risk pirates? What does the crew say? Uh, you pull the crew, and uh, you know what? They're still jazzed up from... They've already killed a pirate crew. Uh, <laughs> then they're they're equipped with these armors. They've... You can tell that they're pretty hyped up, and then they've got themselves convinced they're the ultimate badasses. <laughs> um, I mean, they've never lost a pirate fight, so they're convinced that... Uh, you know, a few of them are like, I say we go and we take Porto Scar in itself! Someone else says, I say we go to Uskarn and become new pirate lords of it. Uh, somebody else tosses in, that's already what the other guy said. Somebody else adds, no, I meant join them and become raiders <laughs> with them. Somebody else says, I say we head into Port Uskarn and challenge everybody there to a duel. Win their ships. Somebody else says, they're honorless bastards. I say we sink their ships, hole them in the water, and take their booty. Uh, and it's clear that they're biting at the bit for the chance to do battle against pirates. I like your energy. Uh, well, all it takes is a fresh pair of underwear and you guys are jazzed up. Uh, My underwear are so fresh. I have not yet been soiled. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, I get, I also do love the energy. Um, I think the quickest route is the best route. I think we may even be able to use that um, ever-smoking bottle to our advantage. Perhaps use it to disguise ourselves. I mean, make if they think we're the sea ghost, if we use it, perhaps they will not bother us entirely, and we can just skirt by unmolested. Now, would people take the sea ghost as an opportunity to challenge their merit as pirates, or would they steer clear? Well, they might not even necessarily know where the sea goes. They might just think we're fog, man. They, you know what? I'm a mighty deck wizard now that I have this thing, and <laughs> people will fear me. So, at the very least, we could use it to escape, though. Yeah, I like that. Boson Collins shouts a crew member. Boson Collins. 
Bosun Collins, where are you at? Oh. Bosun. Oh. Hey. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> One of the cows is pissed on a powder keg. It's wet and damp as can be. It's a mess down below deck with all these animals around. I can hardly even get to our shop. Uh, I'll be right back, guys. I gotta see it. Here, cabin, take the bottle. You figure it out. Uh, I'll be down below if you guys need me. Uh, Doug, in your disappearance... Or not Doug. Wow. Oh, that's a crossover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Phil, in your disappearance below deck, you quickly realize it is a fucking mess downstairs <laughs> there are cows and pigs and sheep everywhere crew members are tripping you actually see one guy getting pulled like rescued out from beneath an accidental trample of uh frightened cows rocking back and forth in the deck in fact you can tell that the cows if they get too agitated are enough weight and they're not about they're not ballast that can be strapped down so they'll rotate from side to side and in a panicked situation they might even topple the boat over uh there you know that's not even getting at the difficulty of trying to find anything and to grab equipment uh you imagine what if a fire broke out here there's no way you could get into the pumps to douse the fire you would all burn in a uh you'd all burn in a delicious inferno of steak um <laughs> It would smell uh, like a Burger King, but you'd all die. Oh, God. Uh, hey, you, uh, Schmitty, Schmittiger, you two. Hey, uh, I, hey Schmitty, I'm Schmittiger. <laughs> I need both of you. Go find him. Uh, I need you to take the, the chicken pens, and I need you to, uh, to let's stagger this out. I want you to get the, the gunpowder barrels on one side, and then a cow, and then a chicken pen, and then a cow. Like, let's let's get these things cordoned off here. Did anyone take inventory? Do we know how many animals we have on here? Was I supposed to count? We've, we've got a dead pig in the back. Oh. He just keeled over. I think they're sick. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, we'll use one of the pigs and put it in between the other cows we have so that they're oh not moving God. around. Uh, at the, did we take inventory? Did we count these animals as they came on board? Uh, you did. Um, you have... Let's go to the math. I don't need the exact math, but more okay. curious. Yeah, am I the one that's supposed to own that, or does someone else own that? That falls into bosun duties. Okay. Um, all right, you, uh, Short William, take two of the best chickens and put them in my room, and don't tell anyone that I told you to do that. Uh, tall, <laughs> tall William. Uh, <laughs> tall William, get that dead pig. Well, no, we're putting the dead pig in the middle. Uh, tall William, get the goats, tie them all together. Uh, and then put, go get the the chef's dog and make the dog bark at him so they don't move. And you guys, I need you to be self starters here. Just figure it. I gotta go upstairs. <laughs> Just figure it out. <laughs> I leave. I love, I'm loving this fucking like word puzzle that you've created. <laughs> All right, so Phil, uh, they're still trying to puzzle out how the order of dead pig to full pig to cheat that you wanted, but they're trying to sort it out when you come back upstairs, and it's clear to the rest of you as you've like been reviewing maps uh, that battle in this state would be fucking hard. You have a cargo full of animals, and it's disjointed. Uh, if you got into a fight, um, it, it, you'd be at a severe handicap. And we no, chose the I slow ship. This question. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Let's go so, around. Let's go around. I think that's safer. 
How much longer of a trip is it, Celeste? That is a great question. You review the maps, and so if you... It's basically the uh, question was same time amount for two of them. If you went the path of Uskarn, the shorter trip, it let the crew be rested and they don't need to work all that hard, save for a pirate fight. But if the longer route requires the crew to make some pretty substantial checks to try and get there in time to meet your deadline. It all really depends, Captain, on how our crew does. They'll be pretty tired by the end of it all, though, if we take the, the longer route. Yeah, and you'll you'll get there in time. It's just if your crew doesn't have the endurance, you'll have a very exhausted crew uh, who aren't very competent at anything once you actually get to the Merfolk Islands. Hmm. Well, we, we still can use the smoke to escape if we do get into battle, too. That's true. That's true. Yes, I still think we go by Uskarn and with no... We're not looking for a fight at all. I think we we simply sail past as fast as we can if we need to disguise ourselves with the smoke, but keep our distance from it and try not to encounter any other pirates. And if we do, we can try and talk our way out of it. So as you realize that, yeah, so it's basically battle will be tough right now, um, but your, your options that we are debating is let, allow the crew to be rested and capable but it means risking pirates or take the long way around, meaning that your crew is going to have to work really hard and be pretty exhausted or risk being pretty exhausted. Which is the preference easy with pirates or uh, hard or, or long and safe, but incredibly tiring. I think easy. With, well, of course. <laughs> is there an easy work hard option so that we get the best of both worlds? There isn't. Oh, Okay, yeah, I think we just uh, use the. We got this bottle. We might as well rely on it, right? Yeah. Take our chances, and if we need to, we can. What do you guys? Out. What do you guys think about like if anyone gets close, we just do like a shoot on sight thing, like warning shots. Um, that might provoke a lot of unwanted attention. Okay. And they might out. Pirates don't take well to that kind of warning shot. <laughs> A warning shot to them is a basically open invitation to fire back. Okay. In my experience, anyway. But yeah, I think we just keep it uh, keep it calm. If we get approached, we can hail them, and um, we'll take it from there. But let's just you know, let's just assume we're not going to get into combat, and if we do, we run away. I would like to warn everyone, considering the Paladin up north, that we need to make sure, since this is an honorless area, to continue living by honor, at least for this route. So like hiding animal inventory, provoking fights, stealing stuff, we should like be extra careful about that if we want to succeed. Oh, all right. Well, we're doing this, I guess. I stole two chickens. Then. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm when just trying get... to make the paladin happy. The cards haven't been on my side lately. I just got it. I figured I'd put them in my room and then we could have eggs every little while. They're not going to miss two chickens. They're they're very old chickens. I don't Are think they, they can produce eggs? eggs anymore. Is that a challenge? I'll wager grog on it. I don't. If you keep those in your quarters, you're going to get sick. 
You're going to get the pox of the foul. All right. Well, I said my piece. I'm a virtuous man now. I haven't you, lied about anything else today. Are you putting them back? Today. I would, no, I'm going to keep them. <laughs> oh. Hey, he's being honest about that. That's, that's he is virtue. being honest. He is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see. Well, let's see what happens. All right. Yeah, so let's do this shit. <laughs> so the path of Uskarn, that's the choice, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Can you guys get out of cool. the navigation room now, please? <laughs> it's kind of crowded. chaotic normie thanks so much for listening uh to the episode be sure to rate and review like and subscribe send any questions concerns comments and your favorite your favorite seltzers let's let's get them let's which is any seltzer recommendations can't get enough of the stuff send that over to uh chaotic normal pod at gmail.com and uh, if you could just do me, just recommend it to anyone, you know, literally anyone and everyone, you know, that's honestly really the best way to spread the word of a podcast is to, you know, get in on the ground floor and sell it like a multi-level marketing scheme. Tell them that uh, if they give you $5 and they listen to the podcast, then they tell their friends about it and each one of them gives them $5, then... We'll all be we'll all we'll all be rich by the end of this. But thank you so much for listening. Um, stay tuned next week for the continuing kind of middle arc as we go from Port Providence to meet up with the Burani to get some magic items. But uh, until then, I'll uh, talk to you next week and bye. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.